Heart. That's all you can say about this game. Heart. This is by far my favorite game of the season. I had player reviews for this game and I literally just copied the whole thing or selected the whole thing and deleted it because I couldn't I couldn't say anything negative or not give everyone the same exact score for this game. Every single player on that pitch and on the coaching staff gets a 10 out of 10 for Perfect. me. Tanner Beeson stepped up huge today and it's going to go so uncredited. It is almost criminal. Watch back the game. He is screaming at the line. He's organizing people. He looks sturdy. He doesn't look nervous. He's demanding. He's not asking. He's not telling. He's demanding his teammates and the opponents respect from him. He's organizing the lines. It's incredible. It's such a young age. He looks so experienced. The young Stanford kid looks so experienced today. And you have to remember, he didn't play last year. <laughs> he didn't play the beginning of this year. And then even when he did, it was on and off whether he was. And then we threw him in at left back. And today, he looked like the veteran center back who is the heart and soul of the back line. And as if he's been at the club for a long time, it was so incredible, so mature from him, and so inspiring. You can say that about everyone, but especially Tanner Beeson. That was incredible. And then we have Jutson right next to him, thrown into 18 different positions this year. Some games, he's not starting some games, he is putting his life on the line. Not just his body, literally his life. My man is diving in front of balls. He is getting hit in the face. He's playing like reverse dodgeball, trying to get hit by everything. It was it insane. I couldn't, that's not us, and I credit Almeida a lot to this. Defensively, we were calm. We said, hey, just because we don't have the ball doesn't mean we're not winning the game right now. Doesn't mean we're not dominating. We're cutting off angles. Yeah, they're getting chances, but they really have to work for them, or they really have to cut through. They really have to just get some type of luck or some crazy play. The man-to-man -man was great this game because it looked a little more zonal versus, hey, if I'm a left back and this is my guy, I'll follow him until I'm a left winger. Didn't have any of that. It was when he's in my zone, I have him force, cut out the passing lanes. And this game, we showed that we can play in a four-back system, that we absolutely can play in a four-back system. Because in other games, it's like, oh, yeah, that's a little defense. But honestly, we look better with the three back. And then there's no offense. This game was absolutely beautifully constructed. It was a chess match again by Almeida. He sat back. He read how they were going to play. Didn't allow any other channels to get through. And then we would go on the counter. And credit to our guys, they were effective when we were on the counter. Then the red card happened. <laughs> you know, I think Almeida's been listening to Aftershock Podcast because... uh. <laughs> I remember a certain someone, oh yeah, me, saying that Romady and Jutson should be the holding while Yule is in an attacking mid position. And I think this guy is going to get slewed a little bit by the fans, and I think that's incredibly wrong. Abobase, I thought he was very good for us today. Like, not just like, oh yeah, he's doing it. No, very good for us. First 20, 30 minutes, eh. Eh, you didn't really see him, especially the half. You're like, all right, he looks a little like, often look with the team but and yes there's still chemistry problems and by chemistry problems i just mean he hasn't played with us doesn't look like the people don't like him doesn't look like he doesn't like the guys just hasn't played with us makes sense <laughs> like you're not gonna get a system in two days but you can tell he is a smart player a very very smart player his hold up play is something we've been needing desperately he doesn't hold on for too long either yes he'll let one or two runs go by him but we don't need to play the four, first ball every time let someone run open up space look for the channels 
It was great. As the match went on, you saw that he was starting to understand his teammates. He read the game. He was saying, oh, you made that run twice in a row. I know you're going there. He understood very simple things. And I put simple in quotes because these are simple things, but they're so hard to execute at such a high level. And he just did them. He just did them. He did them. He read them every time. And he was making very smart choices. And now everyone's going to be like, oh, well, he blew two shots that were terrible. And he could have passed to Abicasas. He could have passed to Fierro. <laughs> we're really going to be mad at having a striker that wants to shoot when he's on top of the box. <laughs> I have no problem with that. Both shots were unlucky. One, the ball was just going a little bit too fast. Couldn't get his foot around it fast enough. Other one, just a bit of a miss hit. His crosses look good. His positioning, it's okay. It, I like I like when he goes back post and I like when he floats behind the defenders, but he has to cut in a little bit more and realize that a lot of our crosses go central. And again, that's just learning your teammates. That's learning how to play. And I think it's a very bright thing for the future. And I had an absolute clown show of a ref today and they dealt with it. The red card should have been a red card. Should have 100% been a red card. I had no problem with Oh, hey, yeah, me again. Um, so I just finished filming. And I just read from uh, Favion from Tectonic Takes. Be sure to check those guys out. They're awesome. That the VAR call on Kate Cal's penalty was called a penalty. And the referee decided not to call it a penalty. Even though VAR said it was a penalty. Anyways.